0: The Commonwealth of Massachusetts lays down the law on cannabis, and despite 29 states already using medical marijuana, 8 having legalized it, proponents still have to overcome the weed stereotype in the media and in the public. It's July 1st, retail sales begin in the Commonwealth, now what? And THC makes you wacky on weed, but what does CBD do, and how does it interact in the cannabis flower? All of those episodes coming up on this edition of In the Weeds. This week, brought to you by Vape Daddy's, Boston's number one choice for all your vaping supplies. Because Mm -hmm. you you fight the stereotype that's been out there for years. And granted, I am not... We're not getting into the fact that this is still a federally illegal substance. Mm-hmm. We get that. But our laws are allowing the states to dictate what happens in each state. And, of course, in the Commonwealth or any other state, every municipality gets to decide whether they'd like to enter the retail space or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and or allow the medical dispensaries um, to um, come into their cities or towns. Um, so I, I guess where I was going with that is is every every single town has an opportunity to make their own decisions about what they want, what kind of a role they want this uh, product to play. Because guess what, 29 states now have it legally for me- for medicinal purposes. It's only going to get more and more as we get closer. This is a billion dollar industry that is growing on a reg- on a very fast, very fast pace. Is Massachusetts ready? For retail sales on July first.
1: Well, uh, let me tell you one thing. I sat through two of the um, CCC meetings last week, mm-hmm. and um, you know that the re- the ability to have a referendum against adult use came at, during the leg- legislative hearings that I attended, mm-hmm. and uh, Commissioner Hoffman seemed to brush that aside as not a guarantee that it would continue. That they would be able to um, referendum it out. Hmm. So he said we would address that later, and I I I was actually very surprised. And unless I misunder if mis misheard, that's what he said, and it was on. I believe it was on day one.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, look, there, so, there are concerns. So
1: there are concerns. So right now, um, every town is, uh, I think, really uh, open to medical, and uh, each county is supposed to have a uh, dispensary in it.
0: Yep. And one of the oh, each county is supposed to have at yes. least one dispensary at least in it. One. Okay. And that's the medical dispensary. Yes. 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 As opposed to a retail operation, that's right. we'll make that distinction, yes. right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. One of the things that the commission also did that was. Um, surprising, controversial, mm-hmm. whatever, is they nix the idea of home delivery on the adult use side. I actually support that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm big on that. I, I think that medicine is okay to home deliver because we're already oh, doing sure. that with other medicines. Yes. Yep. Okay? But when it comes to the recreational use or adult use community, I don't want it being delivered by Grubhub or whoever comes to my door. You right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right um so i supported that
2: some of the dispensaries now can deliver to patients right um i mean i'm an entrepreneur that's what i do and and i don't ever want to stop someone from building a business but i tend to agree with what you're saying it's just going to open up the door for more and more issues and more problems because there will be so that's kind of what you're seeing in california right now is there are hundreds and hundreds of delivery services some of them legitimate some of them illegitimate and you there's no way for you to know as the end user are you you know contacting a state run, you know a state approved licensed person to come deliver it to you or you can't contacting someone that took out an ad on craigslist or leafly or something like that you know there's there's really no way for you as the person receiving it to know that um, so unless they had some sort of you know verification check system i don't think it would work i don't think it's it's not working i mean you can see it not working on the other parts of the uh, country yeah.
0: all right you're uh, actually listening to in the weeds uh, with jimmy young and Rob Durante and Beth Dost, and it is being brought to you by our friends at Vape Daddies who have four locations in the greater Boston area, in Newton, Framingham, Norwood, and Braintree. And the interesting thing about Vape Daddies is they're all about e-cigarettes. They're all about uh, using juices and other flour to uh, enjoy that smoking experience Mm. that isn't as dangerous as uh, regular old-fashioned cigarettes. Um, Just uh, opinion-wise, Beth, do do you... When you have people you know that are smokers, and you know how difficult it is to break the nicotine habit, Mm -hmm. how do you go about, I mean, would you do say, hey, look, have you ever tried e-cigarettes? Is that an option at this point? For these people? I mean, is it a way for them to take the next step to do something better for themselves?
1: So, coincidentally, I just saw on the news that uh, people smoke more with e-cigarettes than they smoke with cigarettes. So they're finding that it actually is um, not as good as they thought it would be or as beneficial as they thought uh, it would be to kicking the habit. So it goes to moderation again. Again, it goes to moderation or cessation. Right. I think with I think with smoking, it's uh, cold turkey. Is it, I mean, it takes probably about two years, if I believe my father, who quit smoking fifty years ago, that um, he just stopped, right. and it took him two years before he uh, lost the craving to smoke.
0: Yeah. And there's all sorts of ways and help you can get for that sort of now thing too. Now there's all sorts of things. Nicorette you can do. gum and yeah. all the programs yeah. that are out there and what yeah. have you. Another thing you brought up Rob Rob I want to get back to is the not necessarily just the delivery factor but it's knowing where the product is grown and knowing exactly Mm -hmm. the chemical component in it. Mm -hmm. And the one chemical that we really haven't talked about is the one that I use on a daily basis, and it's CBD. And it's the anti-inflammatory component in the cannabis plant. And it's a little misunderstood by the medical community. Is it not, Beth?
1: Yeah, I think cannabis in general is a little misunderstood by the medical community. But But
0: CBD needs cannabis to work. It needs that little oomph if you will, yes.
1: Uh, you mean uh, you mean to be uh, activated? Th- to mean th- THC? You needs THC. It, it needs the entourage effect of the plant. Yes. So they're finding, for example, mm-hmm. in children, because CBD has no psychoactive effects. That's why the Stanley Brothers created Charlotte's Web for the little girl who made uh, seizure cessation um, famous through her use of. Saw that story in 60 Minutes. That's right. Well, what what's happening is they started to find that children that didn't have any THC in their CBD might initially have a very good response, and then their seizures would start up again when they added a little bit of THC. And actually, children do very well with THC because they think. Think they theorize they have a fast metabolism, mm-hmm. and once they add a little bit of THC, their seizures would stop again. Mm. So, uh, Raphael Mishulam and his team, and the credit goes to him, has coined the term entourage effect, which means that all of the plant together is much better and necessary than its individual parts.
0: Yeah, I think that that's mm-hmm. terrific uh, to know. And, again, there's so much scientific research backing this up. This isn't just us sitting around a table Time. and talking about it. The
1: science cannot be ignored.
0: You can't ignore you it know. anymore. You can. Um, Interesting. I'm looking at another um, thing. And, again, Leafly is a great resource. Leafly.com,
2: I think it is. Leafly.com. Yeah, they usually, I think the apps, they're main thing but you can go to the i know.
0: i'm an old school guy i'm on i'm i know what the internet is and i use that okay there you go uh you can find it online (laughs) um but it talks about some of the it's a great resource for education yeah okay uh some of the medical benefits uh of of the cannabis plant um crohn's disease yes anxiety depression pain nausea and um i i mean i just think those things alone should legitimize its effects in
2: our world. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. There's
2: a lot a- aside from that too. You can get like um all the clinics not just mine, but y- we have a lot of anecdotal evidence on our website, MCR Labs, who's a one of the places that does the testing in the state their Website is extremely informative when it comes to things like that from like a scientific and a medical standpoint. Um, rather than, you know, Leafly's great, but it doesn't really get into the why, you know, and the and the what. It's it's more so it does this or it does that. Um, but you can find a wealth of information about the uh, actual reasons on, cer- on medical websites and stuff like that.
0: That's fantastic. Um, I, I think knowing what's in the plant is the f- really the most important thing, and and this way you can. Uh, everybody who takes any kind of medicine, I don't care what the prescription is, okay. Everybody has a different metabolism. We're all human, yeah. and what might work for you at the two point five gram multi milligram level will knock somebody out on on. It, that's different right? right we we all get right. that and and the cannabis community is going through the same thing and th- that's why i think it's important to continue to preach if you will the uh as little as possible for the greatest benefit possible that's right and that almost is like a mantra i think for the industry yeah. mm-hmm. you guys agree I, with well that? our
2: doctors will recommend that if you've never used it before and you have no experience that you start at one milligram of thc um in in one milligram you start with a one-to-one ratio of THC and CBD and adjust your ratio from there until you get the desired effects I mean I've been working with a patient that's been calling me um, every four hours because she she has cancer and um, her chemo is causing severe severe nausea and that's really the only symptom she's having is she told me she's nauseous up to her ears and um, she's never even thought about it before but we went we did a home visit we came to her house and we helped her out and we got her certified and she got her card and she started taking a tincture we got her you know she my doctor recommended a one-to-one ratio tincture yeah and she calls you know every four hours and and she updates us and she lets us know because we're working we're trying to figure out what her ratio is I mean you're not born with that knowledge you don't just know waking up that I need to take this much right um of this medicine our I our, our endocannabinoid systems are about like as unique as our thumbprints and everyone's so different that how active it is how efficient it is how efficient your the method that you take it in your metabolism comes into play there's so many factors so it's important that the patients uh, follow up with the physicians and and not just go out and use it and hope for the best you know you have to come up with a very specific plan
0: Right. And, uh, you know, you mentioned, uh, let's talk a little bit about the edibles, Mm -hmm. because I've Mm -hmm. always felt uh, I've had a bad experience with an edible. I know a lot of people that uh, are also in the medical uh, have the card, have had bad experiences with edibles because the dosing can be very challenging because it's being absorbed directly into your bloodstream. And there's a delayed effect Mm -hmm. to the psychoactive Mm -hmm. um, ingredients in it Mm -hmm. Um, again.
1: And it passes through the liver, so it's metabolized differently yeah. than just smoking it or vaping it or putting it under your tongue. So exactly.
2: when you vaporize or smoke, uh, the cannabinoids, cannabinoids you ingest are about 10% bioavailable, and the when you um, eat it and it's metabolized, it becomes closer to 40% more bioavailable. So, And then the delayed onset, and what you normally see anecdotally just from being in this industry for the past three years and dealing with patients every single day, what I find most often that causes a bad um, reaction is people are before they come to get their card we're getting edibles from God knows where and being told they were 50 60 75 100 milligrams making edibles is a very 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 specific very scientific process and it's very hard to do accurately it's easy to just do you know and hope for the best but to do it accurately and to get it do- dosed correctly it's very difficult so people think that they have been ingesting you know upwards of 50 60 milligrams and that's a I mean that's a huge dose some people take that but not many average you know novice users so then they go into a dispensary and they have their card and they see a 50 milligram chocolate bar and they're like all right and they buy that and they go home and eat it an hour later they're you know halfway to the moon so uh we always tell patients with edibles you start i i that patient that i was just referencing we started her on um um five milligram lozenges that we broke in half so each one was two and a half milligrams, and she started right there and waited two. We had her waiting two hours. Um, it takes again. Then it comes down to your own physiology, how quickly your body processes things. Um, it could be fifteen, twenty minutes. It could be two hours before you feel the effects. So people generally don't wait as long as they need to. And then they consume more thinking I haven't gotten the relief I'm looking for. I need let's eat the other half of this bar or whatever. And um, it leads to bad and bad things.
0: Now, Beth, you and I talked about this and Mm -hmm. it's something I learned. I'll give Leafly another credit again because they're doing interviews with doctors Mm -hmm. and they're doing interviews with doctors who have done research on the plant and its effects. And one of the doctors said, if you have that situation where you are, you know, you've ingested Too much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, A great way to control your high is to use CBD. Mm -hmm. Yes. um, Whether it's in the dropper form, the tincture form, or even in the pill form, um, have some around just in case.
1: If you put it under your tongue, it's the best because it will help you faster. Yep. And so you use it sublingually, a tincture of CBD, and then you can titrate it up till uh, you'll know when you're feeling better. And that's a great... In fact, I recommend for patients that are starting with cannabis, and if they want to take tinctures or if they want to try edibles, because edibles are great for sleep. Mm -hmm. And so uh, oftentimes I recommend that people smoke uh, first or vape uh, about two hours before they uh, Mm. want to take... Before they want to go to sleep, mm-hmm. two hours before that, they take their edible, and I recommend that they take one or two puffs of a vape mm-hmm. that they like. Mm-hmm. Then by the time that vape riser, the vape medicine re- wears off, their edible kicks in, and by that time they should be ready for sleep. And mm. so that's how I recommend that pa- patients get a longer duration of action through the night. But... Um, uh, back to your question, yes, see, I, I recommend when people start cannabis that they get a, um, a either a syringe full or however the tincture is delivered of mm-hmm. c- CBD only, and they can use that to help mitigate any of the untoward effects of the medicine that they take if they overconsume.
2: Right,
0: and it and it has happened. And, and it's everybody, uncomfortable. everybody, everyone, it yeah. is uncomfortable. It's, unco- did, it's uncomfortable.
2: It's not a pleasant experience. No. I just want to say, even if you're a regular yeah. user like yeah. me, I mean, I've been using. I'm 29. I've been using cannabis since I was 18. Every single day, I don't, um, and I can overconsume and give myself an anxiety attack. And what I found out as I've gotten a little bit older and pay more attention to it, it's what's going on in my personal life um, will trigger you know the anxiety and it's 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 like an amplification of things that are already there you know what i mean so mm-hmm. even for experienced users you can still over consume it. you mm-hmm. can still but the important thing to remember is like i said earlier is you can't you're not going to hurt you're not no internal systems are shutting down you're not doing any damage to your body and you just got to wait it out you know our doctors recommend you grab a glass of cold water and turn the tv on and just ride it out and hopefully you fall asleep before it gets too right. you know un- unbearable You're listening to In the
0: Weeds, a podcast about the cannabis industry, brought to you by Vape Daddies, with four locations in the greater Boston, Massachusetts area, in Norwood, Framingham, Braintree, and Newton.